welcome to Fendos Free Podcast. And we're back. Welcome to Meet the Industry. I'm your host, Malik Shah. And today, I have a guest on the show. He's been a huge force in driving the electronic music movement in India. I'm talking about Dev Bhatia, the co-founder of Unmute Agency, which is based out of Delhi. And he's been an artist manager for 12 years, but it would be unfair to call him just a manager. He's built himself a company that promotes cutting-edge music talent. And it is no walk in the park to manage talent and at the same time give them the exposure they need, which is through events and performances. So I don't want to take up any more of your time on this introduction because Dave and I have had a rather lengthy chat about everything and that should speak for itself. So without further ado, let me take you straight to the conversation. Grab a coffee for the next 75 minutes. You're going to want to stay tuned in. Here we go. Hi, Dave. Uh, welcome to Meet the Industry. I'm glad you agreed to do this. It's great to have you on the show. Anytime. Thanks for having me. So, what's been happening currently? What are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? Wow, I actually had a baby. So, that's primarily what I've been doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, man. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, other than that, I've been trying to do some work. And it's been very difficult. Huh. But uh, huh. but um, um, in any case, I mean, we've, we've uh, some of the artists we work with have been releasing music. So we've been really busy right. with that. Hmm. Uh, starting with Asymmetric a few weeks ago, he released his right. debut EP. Uh, last week, Surreal released his latest album. Yes, uh, Visa on Arrival. Visa on Arrival, which is currently on the top 10 uh, Apple Music India charts. So, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, a great producer. Yeah, and uh, in the next few days... Uh, uh, by the time this comes out, I think uh, Dualist Inquiries, uh, first EP in a while, uh, right. Lifeforms EP is going to be out. Um, we're working on a ton of new music. Actually, uh, this year we've taken a step back. and uh, From the shows and uh, all that. We've taken a step back uh, uh, overall uh, across the agency to kind of go back mm-hmm. to what we used to do best, which is focus on the music. We sort of lost our right. way, I think, in the middle. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of focusing on shows, focusing on the marketing of it, uh, right, and right. Uh, but this year we've taken an active uh, uh, approach to sort of go back to you know doing what I and what Unmute does best, which is promoting music, focusing, um, you know, uh, putting out yeah. music in the best way possible, and uh, ensuring that the right music reaches the right people. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, Indian. In, Music from Indian artists is heard. That that's that's that that's why I started. What I, uh, what I. That's why I do what I yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, currently, there is a lot of music coming out from independent Indian artists. Yeah. And uh, so, as an artist manager at Unmute, how like what kind of a role are you playing uh, for the artist? Say from uh, the point where the artist starts to record uh, or write music. To the point where they release music and promote it, and then take it to tours and live shows and all that. See, what is your role exactly? Uh, it's completely uh, dependent on each individual artist. I mean, we don't have a set template. 
uh it depends on the comfort level each artist has there are a lot of artists for example an artist like arjun wagle is hmm. does, does not involve the agency in the creative process okay uh, we don't need to yeah. be involved because he has his own set ways and it works for him and and, and it's right. great right like i mean but do you sort of help him create a vision for his album or something as to to what kind of audience he wants to cater or not not just arjun but uh, your other artists as well since you work with diversified uh, yeah 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 i was just giving you an example of how uh, how we do things i mean there are different types of artists like i said uh, hmm. some artists would prefer uh, us to just have work on the marketing of it and plan uh, the shows right. around the uh, shows around the music releases or plan right. the tie-ups plan etc but there are right. some artists who we work with very closely for example surreal and dualist inquiry who we uh, for and even now sick flip who we right. sort of like help with collaboration so if they want to collaborate right. with xyz kind of artists we find those collaborators we right. get those collaborators so on behalf on behalf of sick flip you will get in touch with certain artists that you think will be good for exactly uh, exactly so uh, putting it in a nutshell i mean uh, as an agency uh, we're involved in everything so that would that could be uh, setting up collaborators setting up the pr machinery behind the release uh, uh, even ensuring that uh, the quality with certain artists we even work on the nr aspect of it in the quality wise right. we were involved I was actually just about to so, sorry to cut you off i was just about to say that the, the kind of things that you're describing yeah. uh, they are sort of uh, similar to what a record label does for their artists exactly but we just not which we not a record label that's the word right uh, yeah because also the landscape for record labels is changing right now oh uh, i mean uh, uh, we'd like to do what we specialize in right like if everyone hmm. tries to do everything then this industry is going to go to shit so uh, <laughs> we'd rather focus on what we do and lately i've been seeing a lot of that happen in the electronic music industry where a uh-huh. lot of people who are not uh, 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 sort of who are not specialized to do certain things want to do those things uh, right. and it's sort of like messing the whole landscape of things hmm. uh, and it might work for some might not work for some but for me i'm a, i'm a i sort of come from a very uh, uh i don't want to say old school and i sound hmm. like an uncle but uh, a very uh, sort of traditional yet modern approach right right like the principles and everything from the traditional thing but also looking at the uh, new modern trends that are coming up you're merging both of them I, and, I, I, absolutely i mean uh, eventually if you got the foundation right then you can yeah. you can adapt with the you can adapt with the modern industry and succeed but if your right. foundations are not right and you just want to go with the modern approach without any basis then i think yeah. that's that's pretty messy so yeah anyway going right. back to your question so it could be things like setting collaborations doing the pr machinery finding sponsors uh right. including uh, you know organizing photo shoots we do all the dirty work basically uh, right. organizing tours uh, uh some fun sort of uh, marketing ideas e- even as small as like stickers i don't know merchandise right uh, so so we were involved in all of it uh, but it hmm. totally depends on uh, artist to artist for certain artists we even do the deals with labels uh, okay but certain artists will do it on their own and then we do the rest right uh, for certain artists will be sorting their publishing out so also there's all sorts of things but it totally depends mm-hmm. on artist to artist and what they require from us right uh can you uh, tell me so like since you you mentioned that uh, you are taking care of a lot of aspects and depending on the artist you do certain things for them and then for another artist you do a lot of other things so sometimes there is a 
difference between you being a personal manager and you being a business manager right mhm so can you sort of separate the two for us and show how a personal manager goes about dealing with the artists and what are the business side of things that you may handle for your artists uh the thing is uh, i mean like in our in the indian industry currently the lines are all blurred so there is no dedicated mm. personal manager unless you're a right uh, bollywood artist or one of those but at least in the right. independent music right. scene as much as i know of uh, there are no personal managers and there are there's no definition between a personal manager and a business manager uh, mm. we are we are we have to do everything i mean there are times right. when we are even like uh even though we're not qualified but counseling our artist for example with personal issues someone's going through an issue with right. their partner or someone's right uh not having a good sort of time generally health wise so we eventually we are friends right that's correct uh, correct uh yet we have to keep that aside when we do business so it's it's a very fine uh line we walk <laughs> but but <laughs> yeah, but but, sure. but we got to be there i mean it's a 24 hour job right it's not yeah. easy you, you basically have to uh take care of your artist in whatever way it needs to be done exactly be or business or advice exactly i mean advice i mean we sound like gods but no not really advice but like working no, with them you, you have seen a lot of things for, at least for newer artists when they come to you just with their music you you have so much experience dealing with your previous artists and your experience with uh, the industry that you are going to be in a good position to advise them uh Yes and no because a lot of new artists have come with really cool new ideas <laughs> and uh, I also learn from new artists so but I'm right. really uh, lucky that we I've been mean, surrounded by a great team uh, the agents and managers working in Anil are also like pretty have been with yeah. me for a long time like uh, yeah. everyone who's worked with us has been with us for over 3 years so which is phenomenal it's sort of stable uh, artists are comfortable with them they've also sort of uh, over the years you know have had their own way in managing artists and i try my yeah. best not to get uh, not to enforce my way yeah. uh, yet i still do it a lot of times but uh, uh, yeah so 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 in that sense of course the experience helps uh, one has seen things uh, uh, one has done things when the industry didn't exist uh, yeah. and we sort of laid the foundation for this 12 15 years ago when things were starting yeah. to brew uh, yeah So so yeah of course that helps and uh, we try and like even the idea of one mute was exactly that right i mean yeah. i was managing one artist for a long time and then i exactly. wanted to use all that experience to sort of i was just about to come to that yeah. uh, there was an interview you did with Bile City where you said that uh, you had found your calling in 2007 as a show producer at Red FM uh, i think at that at that point you had just come down from dubai working at a radio station and when you came to delhi you joined red fm and around that point you met jalebi kartel yeah and uh, what's the story like with that you spent 6 years with jalebi kartel and uh, i think that was your first gig as an artist manager so what was the journey like those 6 years with uh, jalebi how did it shape you as an artist manager how what was your first day like uh, those and- those 6 6 years i think shaped me as a person more than as an artist manager i mean right. uh, uh when i came to delhi uh this is a really long story so i don't want to get into it but i yeah, keep, yeah. i'll keep it brief when i came to delhi I, yeah uh, i joined red fm and then i met ash uh, right. ash roy that's right and uh, he sort of saw, was the one who 
uh, was my first contact with jalebi and i stayed with him for a while and then he introduced me to the rest of the band right and uh, when i the first day saw uh, i mean he asked me to listen to uh, music from jalebi cartel i never thought in my wildest dreams that i will do something or i will work as right. an artist manager uh, were you I, exposed to electronic music at that point i was always listening to electronic music so at that time i was into prodigy chemical brothers uh, right uh, sasha uh, hmm. uh, darude of course back in the day who did it like she came those of kind of, those those are the kind of uh, artists i was listening to a lot of like uh, trance tiesto and all that i used to follow all of those Course, uh, yeah yeah and uh, those were early days uh, deep dish uh, but prodigy chemical brothers those were the two uh, big influences on you big influence prodigy more than anything else that's that was my introduction to electronic yeah. music right and uh, yeah so when i heard jalebi tracks like ash made me listen to to tracks these guys had made and this mm-hmm. is feb feb or march 2007 mm-hmm. uh, i was blown away firstly because hey indian five indian dudes at that time producing electronic music yeah yeah and then that very the first very week in delhi they i went to a show mm-hmm. uh, and i have a poster of that show in my office uh, march 2 2007 i still remember mm-hmm. uh, and i saw the show late back waters in delhi these guys playing live electronic music on stage and I, uh, my mouth was like hanging like um, <laughs> like this is yeah, insane amazing and a guy coming from dubai i don't really know what is the scene here i only knew pentagram at junkyard group at that time right. two bands yeah yeah uh, and suddenly i see this and i'm like uh, i'm getting goosebumps talking to you about it so uh, and i and more than okay so more importantly those mm. five guys off the stage were best friends so right. so mm. i saw that and i was like i'm alone in delhi i don't know anyone here and i want to be the sixth person in this game You get right. like I want to be right. their buddy. I want to be like how they hang out with each other throughout the day, yeah. and uh, at the studio or wherever they meet every day, yeah. and they were hanging out. There was a natural chemistry between the five of them, even musically and as friends. Musically, as people, and more than the music side of it, I never at that time thought, "Oh, this is an opportunity where I can be a manager." And all. I never of thought about this. I just wanted to be a part of what I was. I just wanted to have be, yeah, exactly. I just wanted to be friends with these guys. Most important. Yeah. That was the right. primary thing. That how can I be that sixth guy that is in this gang of people? And at that point, you didn't know that uh, it's the sixth guy would turn out to be an artist manager or anything like that. You didn't know. Uh, everything happened so fast. I mean, as soon as I saw oh, that, yeah. uh, as soon as I saw that show, I just naturally started promoting them and on Facebook. Right. And yeah. uh, these guys weren't really. Uh, they were. They used to just do MySpace, but not the rest. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, you guys. No, we can make a Facebook group, blah blah blah. So I did all of those early days. Made a Facebook page, Facebook group, started right. promoting with my. I had a big network of people in Dubai, so right. started promoting to my friends in Dubai and whoever I know. I used to be like, you got to listen to this. You know? Right. This was and, all going on parallelly while you were working at Red FM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, at that time, this the working with the band was a just fun hobby side thing. Hmm. I wasn't even getting paid or anything. So. Uh, I used to do the radio thing, and that was my main focus because that was a stable career with steady mm. salary in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, so I just started doing that, like small things. I was, I, I said to the guys that, listen, I don't know what I can do. I'm not a musically inclined person. I'm not a musician, mm-hmm. but I really want to do something for you guys. Can I like carry your bags to the shows? Can I collect your checks? Can I do something? Like, what can yeah. I do? Yeah. So they were like, Very yeah. Important. 
yeah, we need a guy to do all these things. And, and so yeah. then I uh, just learned on the job and that's how it was. And uh, yeah, dude, those six years, uh, things happened really fast. I mean, this is 2007 when I started working mm. with them. And yeah. in uh, by the time we reached 2009-10, they were sort of the hottest property in the country. They were doing like 100 shows a year. They were getting sponsored by brands like Coca-Cola Burn, Adidas. 100 uh, shows a year at that point? At that point. Uh, wow. I, I'm talking two years later, like 2009. Uh, yeah. They, they so were, uh, when, when you joined them, they were already playing shows, right? And uh, how did you sort of add value to that? Uh, did you then, once you got on board with them as uh, the guy who wants to help them, uh, did you start going out and speaking to other people to get them gigs while they were already getting gigs? Uh, see, initially, they were not playing a lot of shows, but they had okay. the, each of the guys had a good network with people. Right. So they were doing a lot of other things. I mean, everyone had different jobs. Uh, some of uh, two of them were doing fashion week music, Ash and Beard, and uh, uh, sound engineers and Red FM. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the network of people which they knew was already big. Right. Okay. Like uh, they, they knew the fashion scene. They uh, knew some people from yeah. uh, across the board. Like they knew Nikhil and the Sunburn crew. At that time, right. he was part of Sunburn. Uh, and Blue Frog had just started. So like it's like a combination of things it's i wouldn't never say that oh my joining them was the catalyst right uh i think what i would say is that the team the group of people Mm. uh, the combination of the group of people was so lethal and so uh decisive that it 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 had everything covered like you had marketing aspect covered you had the uh, logistics aspect covered. You had the PR aspect covered. You had the connections. You had all of it covered. You had the per- and of course you had the musicality and that side covered. Right. So among the six of us, everything was pretty much covered. It was a great team. It's just like a great football team. You know, everyone works together and yeah. you score a lot of goals. That's what was happening. <laughs> yeah. 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 Football reference had to come in into this, right? I've same. used football reference from the beginning of my life. So same, uh, same, yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> has to be. So, uh, yeah, I, th- I, I believe the combination was great and they were getting like interesting shows. Like they were getting like some fashion show, fashion week show or something. Uh, and the moment you activate that kind of audience, you start getting pulled into those circles. You know, you, you'll play a, right. uh, you'll play a, uh, Manish Arora launch game. Uh, you'll okay. play a Rohit Bal party. You'll play a, uh, and then the brands see you, like, and then Nokia saw them and, and then all those things happen. Yeah. So, uh, I, I was just the guy behind making, connecting the dots and uh, using their well-established network and just connecting right. the dots and just like sort of trying to get the best out of it for all of us. Right. And, uh, During that period, uh, did you ever think that uh, you want to manage more acts or something or did you just want to commit to them for the time being? Well, honestly, at that time, uh, uh, two years or three years in, I was getting a in, in lot of interest from other brands, other artists, I won't name them, mm-hmm. uh, A-list artists at that time. Okay. Uh, but I was solely committed to this brand. And uh, I believed at that time that we could be the world's best. So, right. Uh, yeah, and that was the trajectory uh, of that brand. So, uh, and I was fully committed to it. For me, it was like, it was the only thing. I wasn't in it to be in the music industry or any of that. Right. So then how did uh, you and Arjun get together and when was the idea uh, for Unmute seeded? Around what point? 
um actually what happened was like in by the time 2011 or 12 uh the band was considering splitting okay so i was of course in part of those meetings and uh, at that time i had to make a decision i had a successful career in media mm-hmm. and i was a creative head at ibbo.com at that time okay i had left red fm i was a creative head at i so it was a pretty good position and well paid blah 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 and the band was also doing well so uh and i had built up a decent enough reputation in both industries which is broadcast media and independent music mm-hmm. and i had to make a choice uh, i can't i couldn't do both because it was taking a toll on my health i was getting sick i was unwell i i i, I would not get sleep i would not get any rest no holidays all my holidays were traveling to gigs with the band okay uh, and every holiday corporate holiday i saved for going to a gig so right. you can imagine i did not like really go for a holiday yeah. for all those years and uh, uh, it was pretty like taxing uh, right. physically mentally so i had to make a choice and then when the band decided to call it quits uh, in 2012 mm-hmm. uh, i decided that uh, i thought it would be a good idea to uh, you know use all that experience and create this agency and i had mm-hmm. sat down with arjun and arjun and me had always uh, even with jalebi arjun and me were always like sitting and planning the way ahead in terms right. of ma- in terms of the business side of things right um musically i wasn't involved like i said but the mm-hmm. business side of things is what me and arjun would always have was it on the lines of uh, you starting just a solo other other company to manage arjun or was it uh, a, a bigger vision of starting a company uh, like an artist management agency and having some more artists on the board having a few other employees and a flow full fledged shebang the idea was to create a jalebi management team uh at that time so but then the band only decided to split so then that went through the okay uh, window and then i had registered the name on you randomly okay. year before just registered and kept it for hmm. no reason i don't know why i registered it. it wasn't supposed to be an agency or anything i just registered a music brand called amir right i would use it for whatever and then when the band split decided to split i uh, had a meeting with arjun and i was like okay i think i want to start I think we should start this, and uh, these are the list of artists I want to work with. And mm. we made a call, and in twenty minutes we had a roster of twenty artists. Wow, twenty <laughs> yeah. artists. Yeah, I don't. I twenty fifteen or twenty. I don't know. Like you signed all of them. Like you just decided. We just called them and we like I'm starting this agency, and uh, you want to come on board? And the answer was yes to everybody. Come everybody. So wow. yeah, that must be like such a boost for you. Uh, Were, yeah. you, were you ready to handle all of that, or was it just like, okay, I'm just gonna do this? It's really exciting. We'll see how it goes. Man, it was early days. It was new. Uh, everyone wanted to experiment. There was no concept of management or management. Yeah. Only one was OML, and OML at that time was doing rock bands, and mm. uh, there, there weren't any. I don't think. Not for uh, DJs or electronic acts at that yeah, point. Yeah, there were none. Uh, there was that void that you were ready to fill at that point with experience of six years in the same genre. Exactly, and I'm proud to say that even till date, whatever awards or whatever accolades or whatever any of the DJs who are who are or aren't on our roster win mm-hmm. have at some time passed through our agency. So that's fantastic, right? I mean, yeah, um, you, yeah, you have. Uh, laid the foundation for something like that to be a thing you know where artists can come to you and say that hey here 
here i here i am with some music and i wish to play shows can you help me no and that's not our job that's a booking agency's job that's what we reject okay if somebody says that i don't work with them no uh, as in they have music on them but i guess no if an they, artist is going to call me and say that hey i have music i want to play shows i'd be like dude i don't have a magic wand sorry get your own shows so how um, how does uh, someone approach you or do you are you uh, of the opinion that you won't let anyone approach you it it will it will be you who will uh, find someone that you want to manage it's a case to case uh, i mean primarily unmute as a con- as a philosophy is an invite only agency okay but okay we have so, made but we have made exceptions where artists have come to us and you sign them okay uh, but primarily our philosophy is that we will work with who we want to work with so hmm. and to further define that uh will work with people who are ready to put in the work that we are ready to right uh so if you're going to come around turn around and say hey i have music and i want to play shows that's the totally wrong approach right just so getting that, shows is not what you need to look for in an agency i mean right that's the that's a totally lazy approach and uh i swear to god we get at least 5 to 7 emails and messages a day saying the yeah. same thing and those go straight in trash so uh those are the ones we are not interested in. like if you're just interested in us as a booking agent for you to get shows then find someone else who will do it find a friend who can do it for you so uh, in a nutshell what's the right way for an artist i i think uh, there is no right way for an artist to get an artist manager i think uh, what i have understood about artist management is that you have to first build something on your own and then wait for someone to see how they can add value to an existing uh thing that you've created as an artist be it music or be it uh, uh, whatever as an artist whatever you are providing to the audience what is the right approach that artist should have from day one so that they can end up being managed by someone hmm. uh okay there is firstly there is no right or wrong there are no there is no educated approach or uh, there's no template to this uh, yeah. but the way i see it i can tell you that mm-hmm. uh is basically for me it's very important that a person uh, any individual whether you're an artist or not or in any business mm-hmm. is putting 150% in what he or she does uh, right. uh if you have an opportunity to create value in any business uh, say if you work in a mcdonalds or say if you work in a hotel or say if you work in a bank or say if you are a dj or say if you are a um booking manager or say whatever right if you're not going to lay your own foundations and vision of where you want to be and uh, you know uh, start on that journey on your own then no agency can help you like coming back to being right. an artist yeah um for example if you're a young dj and you're a producer as well that's a great advantage to have right so yeah uh, among yourself only in like look at india like look at the artists in india like you know you can mm-hmm. count the number of artists who have lit actually gone out and punched up of their weight or right. or actually created an impact and yeah. actually have built an audience in the country and outside the country right uh, uh or are sought after uh, bookings is not everything so yeah uh primarily uh, in in a nutshell you need to be working you think it's the music that really music is important music is hmm. important but our industry is moved and moving at a blazing speed mm-hmm. so if you don't catch up you're going to be left out so uh, the most important thing for me is that 
I always say this to every artist we work with, and I'm gonna say it in a public forum. I never say it. The mm-hmm. three P's, which is performance, production, and PR. Right. If you're gonna, if if you're if as an artist you're hundred percent, then you have to give thirty three, thirty three to performance Everything. and PR, and thirty four to production. Yeah. So uh, if you're good at all three and you master all three, is is when you can actually uh, move ahead. Now, how to find an agent? uh i don't think finding an agent if you're finding an agent there's a problem mm-hmm. uh if an agent right. is finding you that's when you're uh, that's doing something right yeah yeah correct absolutely so uh firstly stop looking for an agent right uh i'd say the better approach would be find a friend or a cousin or a someone who's around you close to you loves you more than right. an agent who, who can handle some you. of the operations Yeah, man, just just have yeah. to help you I out there. I think friends will be happy to help in that way. If you will really be surprised. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to be in a cool business. Music is a cool business. Yeah. If your friend <laughs> is doing something interesting, and you, for example, if I work in HDFC Bank and my friend is a producer, he's my roommate or whatever, hmm. and he needs hmm. help, I will use my banking connections to get him what he needs. So, right. Oh, but he needs to ask. Me. So, yeah. Uh, I think I think that's a good approach. So I'll go back to that one line that if an agent is looking for you, is when you're doing something right. Yeah. Uh, and there are a few artists in India now who we have an eye on. So. Right. Uh, but a lot of artists will write us an email saying, "Hey, here's a mix I made, and I need more shows." <laughs> uh, my my honest response Man. with them would be, "Fuck you." N- no response. Yeah, or fuck you. <laughs> but my other response is delete. So. Yeah. Uh. That's not the way to do things. We yeah. guys have given our ass to build this industry, and a lot yeah, and of I don't people... think people think of that. You know that uh, just just because there is an agency doesn't mean that you just sign it, up for them. And it, it reeks of entitlement. I mean, the kind Absolutely. of the eighty-five, ninety yeah. percent approaches I have are all entitled approaches. Like people think that we are here to serve them. Like fuck you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that, not... that's a that's one attitude problem that sort of needs to be corrected. and uh, i think in a way it's a good thing that a lot a lot of people every day are coming up to be musicians but the approach sort of needs to be attenuated and uh, the attitude needs to be corrected for sure yeah and uh, uh, speak to a lot of new artists who suddenly played five shows and are now uh, have this air around them like oh my oh. god i am the same yeah you are not the same buddy you're a muchar in the same from it yeah like <laughs> so there's a lot to this industry and scene that has gone behind the scenes uh for you to come and claim the, that i am the shit just because you have one hit track or you played with you know one cool festival or yeah you know what i'm saying so, so definitely i mean i think hard work is the way to go and maybe hard you, and smart work smart work yeah. and i think uh, if you want someone to manage you don't just go uh, directly up to them and ask them uh, can you manage me you either ask them what they or i mean what he or she can do to proceed from where what point they are from to forward at some point not you know just directly manage me have yeah you know what have a conversation have a relationship have a conversation exactly. relationship go up so, to them start talking to them without so any expectations you there are i mean i i consider indian artists to be one of the luckiest in the world because there is a notion that we don't get enough focus Hmm. and because of that a lot of people here are putting in an effort so you see all the promoters all the uh, everyone has done some sort of panels or conferences a lot of yeah. those, lot of that work has gone down where you yeah. have an opportunity to meet 
uh, people who have done some sort of work in the industry i don't want to use the word successful because successful is subjective yeah uh, so uh, there are opportunities in, in whatever field they are in sorry be they've uh, cut their teeth gone through the grind in whatever field they are in yeah they might be might or might not be successful but they've done they paid their dues exactly uh, and uh, what i've really noticed and dude we used to run our own conference at palm expo in bombay right uh, yeah. for about 4 5 years and it was disheartening to see that we've organized and curated this conference with 50 speakers uh, from bollywood all the way to independent music uh, mm-hmm. and who are a list in what they do right speaking for free there is no fee yeah. to enter this yeah and it would be so disheartening to see the local mum- uh, mumbai dj's producers industry musicians or artist managers none of them would show up i mean uh, yeah. it was so disappointing and it's the same in like delhi i recently did a talk with joshwin i uh, joshwin was playing in delhi i whatsapped him saying would you like to do a talk here right and uh, he said yes i mean if in 2007 joshwin was doing a talk in delhi and i was hustling for jalebi dude i would be up front there yeah but there are so many people who are meeting clubs who speak of the hustle but yeah. don't show up where it matters don't show up yeah showing showing up is is an issue is one and, of the issues and i will not forget one guy came all the way from jaipur uh yeah. to hear joshwin and wow. uh, uh five hours drive to hear joshwin and i and and he wanted to go back because he didn't have a place to hang out and joshwin was playing in delhi i made sure he had a place i made sure he had a drive back to jaipur and i made mm. sure he attended the show for free so yeah. so i mean um people who work in our indian industry are very approachable very open so, absolutely yeah so, so if you're new and if you're aspiring to do something whatever it might be go up yeah. and have a relationship talk to people understand un- understand their perspective understand yeah. where you're lacking understand what you need to do rather than walking over be like can how do i join on you you can't fucking join on you or whoever yeah. like yeah it's not a facebook group <laughs> yeah. yeah and and, uh, and and more importantly hey we run a business absolutely it's, yeah it, it, so you're you're not just here to serve the artists you're also running a business so you have to see whether or not uh, they are worth taking on and whether or not they are ready to have that discussion as to what they want to be where they want to go are they really uh, in it for the long haul or not uh, Dude, or i mean businesses businesses like ours are literally on the brink like we don't it's not like we're, we're making profits and walking away to the bank right yeah, it's not yeah, like that no. we are literally bearing we are making our ends meet we are able to yeah. pay salaries we are able to live a decent life and yeah. that's about it it's not like i uh, as an unmute as a business is like uh, oh making crores of rupees profit every year no it doesn't work that way and uh, yeah. it's a hard fucking hustle so whether you are experienced or not and you've been around or not it doesn't fucking matter like i mean you are competing with kids who have a lot of money starting agencies pumping in that money in artists and you're competing with that and i don't come from any yeah. money money of that yeah build this from zero yeah so uh, you were telling me about uh, how these guys don't understand where the people who run the agencies come from exactly that they have a magic wand that will just make you popular or a superstar in music exactly it's not that easy it's not that easy and the competition competition is brutal across board so, across board let's talk about that grind that you have had since let's say when since you started unmute in 2012 mm-hmm. uh, you primarily were looking out uh, looking after arjun and um, uh, was it 2012 when he started his solo project 
yes, correct. I think no, I think earlier. I think while Jalebi was uh, there, he was doing, he was releasing some of the music which didn't fit in the band. Like right. okay. band had a certain type of musicality, and Arjun had wanted to do something. And he had the he had vision. a few one or two releases on the uh, as Arjun Wagle at that time, and I mm-hmm. think he went full fledged. Of course, uh, when the band wrapped up, right. Arjun sort of. And- uh, with the establishment of uh, unmute i think his resolve was even stronger to pursue the solo project which was do unmute or not that guy's resolve is strong which is is always strong in 2019 as well like uh, even after yeah. doing this for what 25 years or whatever yeah so yeah. I, i i feel sad that the younger artists don't have the resolve he has like yeah uh, that's what i think uh, since we've been speaking about how the approach of the artist needs to be and what mistakes they should look at avoiding i think they should look up to him and not just the famous big artist uh, aspect of it but also how he is constantly working towards uh, you know evolving uh, when we speak of asymmetric and that's a new project that he's just taken up uh, at this point also uh, he is trying to do i i i guess get out of his comfort zone and do something different uh, with asymmetric dude is difficult to catch up so uh when in 2018 we had certain we had certain targets set arjun personally had a certain tar, you know some targets i want to get on xyz label i want to play xyz shows i want to do this i want to do that and right. when all that was checked uh, i actually sat back and i was like wow we've done all of it you know and then he was wow. like uh, uh listen i i have this <laughs> asymmetric and i was like man i'm tired uh, <laughs> do we have to do like now we have to go Ten steps behind and start a new moniker. I mean, uh-huh. I was fully in support of it, but what I'm trying to point across here is that the guy is relentless, and mm. that's the. I think that's the way. That's one of the ways that would take you up in life, like in general, not mm. as a musician, but generally. Like you're always looking at what's next. Yeah. And Arjun doesn't like talking about like the past. It's amusing to see like the guy who's well done so much who doesn't want to talk about the past. Yeah. I mean, he just wants to talk about. <laughs> zero he doesn't want to look back at what he did in this, like september so uh, yeah. uh so it's 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 amazing but it's also tiring and it's right. fucking phenomenal yeah but i'm i'm sure he was uh, excited to do this of uh, course are of course that's i'm not saying he wasn't and yourself and i think if you've already ha- had the journey once it it can be a very uh, refreshing thing to like start all over again and Man, see things go uh, imagine that Uh, a guy has done what he has done and succeeded with two different artist monikers yeah and yeah. Uh, as exactly. an as arjun wagle done everything that is possible in indian techno artist can do yes there's nothing left in the checkbox yeah. uh, yeah. and then decides that i want to start a new moniker where nobody knows asymmetric arjun and that we have to restart everything yeah so it takes balls for sure and the music is not the most accessible music it's really experimental it's yeah. it's fresh it's new it's might we weren't sure if it will bit will or will not be accepted by people when he's playing yeah. the shows yeah. uh but when he did that's the first the show right isn't that that's the challenge and dude, uh yeah the first show in bangalore asymmetric live uh, we had done this series of shows called artifact assassin right uh, a yeah. series of audio visual limited series of audio visual events hmm. uh, uh and the first show in bangalore we were all nervous not not sure how it will go down mm. and as soon as the first tune came on i could just see the anticipation and reaction of people and i was like oh okay 
it wow. works you know yeah and, and throughout was, the show the energy was there yeah it was incredible it was like people were surprised yet excited so i think yeah that's the one good thing about our audience that they are very open minded and just because uh, arjun's playing as asymmetric they they won't be like hey, okay let's just expect that that arjun wagle sound they are, they are open minded and they'll just take in what's being doled uh, out uh, some of them yeah but some of them were like oh why is he playing up for one hour oh why is he not playing his that xyz track or oh, why is he <laughs> uh, in the audience i'm walking in the crowd and people are stopping holding uh-huh. grabbing my t-shirt and be like why did he stop after one hour and <laughs> i'm like it's a live set that's all he has uh, <laughs> yeah i think does, he's not yeah. carrying his like dj setup right purposely for yeah, i think reason. that that technical aspect i think is something that the audience will uh, still to come to terms with that you know with a with a live set you you expect a different experience as compared to a dj set where the artist can go on for like 10 hours as as, as he wishes true and i think that is also one area where uh, arjun is uh, exposing the indian audience to uh, uh, the concept of live set with uh, live equipment on the stage and uh, uh, that's something that uh, uh, see li- i mean there are a lot of cool artists doing live like like yeah even artists doing that and Blot, yeah sandunes blood duelist inquiry uh, there are a lot of cool artists doing live electro vinayaka uh, i don't know if you follow vinayaka and all agency project i have uh, checked out his live project but oh, uh, it's uh, it's incredible to watch i mean it's like five moves on stage so uh, so there are a lot of other cool artists as well uh, right. there's the hyper protocol guys in calcutta there's the uh, Paraphonics, Paraphonics. Yeah, right. there's all sorts yeah. of live artists in India. There's a lot of like if you follow Reproduce and what they do, there yeah. are so many live artists coming out of that like sort of those shows. Yeah. But uh, what Arjun is doing is basically he's taken his brand name, whatever you want to say, reputation, mm-hmm. and shown that there is a way ahead for modular live artists. Like, right, yeah, uh, that you can do modular live. on stage with a lot of people and that sort of it's acceptable now and that the news will buy into it and that hopefully sort of that, that that's the impact he's hoping to create that right along that, with uh, it's not about just him along with mm-hmm. him that more more and more people are now given opportunities and uh to do this yeah and uh, we actually that was the idea of the shows as well where we had like interesting artists supporting him in all the cities yeah uh, like one of the cool ones was united machines in bombay i love him Uh, he's an experienced mm-hmm. guy but he does some incredible stuff and i don't think he gets enough for what he does right so those are the kind of artists arjun like supports and uh, yeah so that's that's primarily so, on that front uh, when it comes to uh, doing live shows uh, in the end i think when you approach uh, a venue or any place that could host arjun for a show uh, you approach them with the idea of a live setup uh what are the challenges that you have to convince the place to host a gig like that uh considering the uh, the equipment that's there the fees that will be there for this gig and also the the appeal the mass appeal to this kind of a project i'm sure you must have had some sort of challenges on that front uh, uh specifically for arjun's project we didn't have any challenge because we threw our own shows <laughs> uh, okay I mean, we partnered with social right. and uh, just hired venues and just threw our own shows, so we didn't have to deal with yeah. that. Uh, that's in that, general for someone who is planning. But like a lot of other artists, like Duelist Inquiry, um, uh, Vinayaka, when he's doing the live, so yeah. uh, so those guys from our roster, 
uh, when they do the live shows, we do have some sort of challenges in terms of the technical uh, requirements, yeah. uh, etc. But it's it's pretty much sorted nowadays. I think venues have understood eventually that right. you have to. So they don't these. really distinguish uh, between uh, a DJ gig or a live gig as long as you're coming, you're playing the music, and they're doing the promotions. Black and white of it is that a lot of venues don't have bookers who uh, understand, understand the difference. That. For them, it's about what artist am I getting? How many people will come, and what will be my sale? Our sales, right? But it's our uh, sort of. That's where we unmute steps in to influence the fact that hey, we want to do a live set here because we know if it it works in X Y Z city or X Y Z venue. So that's where we come in. We like we, in this venue, we're only going to do a live set, and this is what it costs, and uh, that's how we work it out. And I think a lot of the bookers trust us hmm. that okay, if you're saying this is going to work yeah. here, we'll do. We'll go with it. Right, right. So, uh, since we have uh, spoken about Arjun and you have mentioned Dualist Inquiry, uh, Sick Flip, uh, all all the other artists on your roster, and it's a very diverse roster. Yeah, you want me to and, list it out? Uh, yeah, for sure. And I want to talk about uh, some of the music that they are coming up with. Uh, sure. I, I heard about Surreal uh, and uh, Dualist. Yeah. Uh, what What was your uh, input in their album the new music that's coming out and what other artists are you looking forward to on your roster with the new music that they are coming up with i'm going to list the roster a to z first sure yeah uh, so currently on the unmute roster there is arjun wagle asymmetric they are right. one person but two different artists there's bablu babylon i don't know if you've heard of him i have uh, <laughs> that's the only thing i've heard about just his name and uh, his music but no i think the whole identity part is a secret yeah that's 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 how it's <laughs> going to be then there's dot that <laughs> right uh, there's dj sat right okay then dualist inquiry uh elsif hmm. is an artist but elsif hasn't been uh, is not active currently but they will come back soon okay uh murtovik from hyderabad kavin right. acharya yeah. from bangalore uh sikflip Sprike from Bombay, hmm. uh, Surreal, uh, Vinayaka, and in terms of the visual art, we've got uh, Avinash, uh, right, Teroda, and Kursorama is uh, Yash, who's done the who's done the artifact assassin shows with Asymmetric, okay, hmm. and he's now signed to us. Um, that's that's our current roster, yeah, right. And you were saying music, music, yeah. What's exciting at Unmute right now? Which artists are y'all listening to? And I am super excited. On? Finally, it's been a while. I've been bored, and I say this to everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been bored in terms of what's happening in the Indian industry in general, mm-hmm. uh, because it's sort of everything felt. In so terms much. of the music that's been uh, no, out, no. In terms of the overall thing, has felt so repetitive over the last few years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this year we sort of took a step back and uh, uh, with the team. Uh, at unmute and us sort of started took a step back to focus on the music and mm-hmm. like go back to basics which is let's push the music let's not mm-hmm. let's not only market and let's not only book and let's not only pr right. do pr but where's the you know let's get good music out and then let it do its job yeah and in terms of the roster we've got and some yeah, you have an amazing roster so i think at some point people would expect that you know where's the new music and uh, yeah like exactly exactly so in terms of the roster we've got 
music from across genres. There's like techno, there's bass, there's trap, there's uh, desi bass, there's ambient uh, uh, electronic songs. There's uh, there's all sorts of things. I mean, and then there's the, like the audio visual aspect to these things as well. Yeah, of course, there's a lot of videos and a lot of video content associated with each of the artists individually. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go A to Z. Uh, some of the right. new music that's coming out. Uh, I mean, Arjun always has like music coming out. He's got a single coming out in the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, Is it on uh, his own label or? No, it's uh, on it's on Sisyphon. It's a label owned by a really uh, cool German venue called Sisyphos. Sisyphos, right? The club. Uh, yeah, and there's re- really like Daniel Miller from Mute Records is on that. Uh, release uh, so it's 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 an interesting one uh, so that's his upcoming uh, stuff there's an asymmetric uh, EP that just asymmetric came out. EP just came out so that's doing well um, and it, it got onto hate and all those kind of interesting right uh, platforms platforms uh, is it available on Bandcamp uh, it's available on Bandcamp Spotify Apple Music Right across platforms, it's available everywhere. Right, that's, but that's that's for all your artists, right? As soon as you release it, you release it on release release it on. Um, that's the current the focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and right. Uh, uh, Dot Dad has. Um, I've been waiting for him actually, and he's got some incredible proper he techno has, music. Has made uh, some really big strides in the last one or two years, if I'm not wrong. Since since the time he. Became dot that. Yes, yes, yeah. He's been doing really well. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's I, been doing a I, lot. I've seen a lot of uh, praises and support for him. Yeah, he won the Beatport Beats in School competition, and right. it's a global producer competition. Yeah. Uh, and he got selected from about two thousand entries, and he signed a track to Second State, which is Panpot's label. Right. And they're mentoring him for a year, so it's already mid-year into that mentorship. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've already booked him for two shows: one in Watergate, Berlin, and one at the Amsterdam dance event opening show. So that was huge. He just played that. Yeah. Um, along with that, he's got some amazing music coming out on some interesting labels. He, the reason it's taking time for him is he's he wants to release it at the right uh, time with, at the right no with the right labels. Most okay. importantly, which is very important. Which is very important, and a lot of artists don't realize that. So he he's got it down and. Uh, of course, Arjun is also working closely with him and helping him. Of course. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, that's dot that. And then DJ Sa is an interesting one. Uh, mm-hmm. I, think I don't think I've heard any music from Sa. Like I've just seen. Uh, him. Uh, yeah, I mean he's going to change that very soon. I mean I don't yeah, want to say much. Okay. Uh, Sa is one of India's top hip hop DJs and yeah, like, plays a lot of shows and he's sort of a streetwear connoisseur. He's a yeah. chef. He's he's lot lot of things rolled into one, and recently he's been working really hard behind the scenes to produce music. Right? Have you? Uh, um, I mean, since you have the new philosophy at the agency, was that uh, a, a catalyst in pushing him to go behind the scenes and sit in the studio and grind it out? Yes, hundred percent. We've been telling him from years, and now that the hip hop scene is finally where he wants it to be, he yeah, also man. feels he also feels I, that 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 he needs to contribute to it. Uh, because yeah. he has contributed to it in a way when no one was playing hip hop and listening to hip hop, he was the only yeah. hip hop night you could go to in Mumbai. Uh, right. And uh, all the current superstars, yeah, him. all the current superstars of hip hop in India are like paying ode to him at every. Uh, we recently played a show yeah. In, uh, yeah. at uh, Grubfest in Delhi where there were fifteen thousand people, mm. and Divine was playing. And post the show, post Divine, it was Sa, 
uh, closing the night and divine says that you know respect to sa because he's been with he divine says that i've been with him since the beginning and he's been with me since the beginning so divine is to go to sa shows yeah. so so i mean that's amazing to see so sa i think also feels that he needs to contribute to the hip hop scene in london so he's got some interesting collaborations in the works i don't want to say right. anything about them uh, are like, we going to hear him uh, rap or just no, he's going to be producing as of now i don't know if he changes his mind about rapping and all i don't right. know that's up to him uh, that right. we don't influence that okay uh, and moving on duelist inquiry is one i'm super pumped about yeah uh, me too yeah so he's got an ep uh i think by the time this comes out so i'll just say he's got an ep out already uh it's actually out on november 15 which is tomorrow mm-hmm. but i'm going to repeat this so you can cut that uh, <laughs> duelist inquiry has got a really cool uh, ep out live forms it's already on the charts on spotify and apple right uh, and uh he's got one ep one album and few other collaborative tracks coming out in the next year so lots of music coming out from duelist there is no stopping from duelist inquiry is all i can say no so holds barred no holds barred he has a lot of music coming out and he is constantly working in the studio and uh getting those out so we're very excited as a team uh, yeah he's one of the artists we are super excited about in terms of the music because his even his style has changed Okay. Uh, and recently and recently he went to uh uh film school in Prague. Mhm. And okay. so he's got that aspect he's making his own videos and he's got that angle to it now. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. In in fact the last life forms EP he even released a music video completely shot and directed by him. So Wow, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's one and then Murtovic is one he just recently did a this interesting project for red bull called antarik sanchar with avinash avinash uh, who's an ex visual artist of blot right and uh, avinash and murthy worked on it this was indian dance folk uh, event it was know, an right? indian dance opera, opera okay an extension of a video game avinash has been working on okay uh, and it was basically uh, indian dance uh, live carnatic uh, music with electronic influences uh, okay. live visual art uh, all simultaneously so the theatrical wow. show which happened in four or five cities so he's produced that music carnatic electronic music if you may and mm-hmm. that's now coming to clubs k e m carnatic is c oh, okay <laughs> uh, but uh, that's now coming to clubs okay so you yeah. you'll hear more of it and uh, that's his he he released a single on get physical as well recently Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, everyone's busy. So you see, that's what keeps us busy. Yeah. yeah I was just about to say that. I mean, uh, from from the way you're saying, uh, it just sounds like all your artists are working very hard, and which sort of gives you that confidence and excitement that you know, okay, I'm I'm so excited to talk about the artists who are coming out with new music, and I'm sure that's what's spurring you on to you know keep going and work harder for the music that they are releasing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean. Exactly, exactly. That's 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 primarily. I mean, why are we in this business, right? We're not in it to do hundred and like seven hundred shows a year, even though yeah. as an agency we might do those numbers. But uh, like everyone's releasing, working on something I, or the it's other. It's not fun otherwise. I mean, yeah. it's not fun otherwise. I mean, if people are yeah. not talking about the music they release, if I go home and my uh, family, like the kids in my family, are not talking about the music my artists are releasing, then it's not fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah 
and it was like you like always like looking for validation and then when you go to someone and then they were like oh you know what i heard surya's track or i heard arjun's track or i heard this dualist inquiry yeah track. yeah and you're like okay that's okay Be proud right yeah kuch kar rahe hain hum log like that's the idea chalu hai kuch na kuch to chalte rehta hai exactly uh uh moving on to the rest of the roster there's praveen acharya who's constantly like pushing the progressive house scene with his label and himself Yeah. Always releasing music, uh, remixes. And... I know he's he's been releasing uh, stuff very regularly on his label. Yeah. Uh, with uh, so many new artists that uh, he's supporting a lot of artists basically. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So that's that's he's got a he's got that progressive house scene down, which is why when Anjana Deep shows happen here, they book him. Yeah. So I'm waiting that maybe you know one day we get to see Praveen release on Anjana Deep. Oh, I hope so too. <laughs> I hope so too. I can only hope so. So, Nikhil, if you're listening, get this done. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if 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 this needs to get done. Yeah. And uh, Sick Flip. Oh, that's another one I'm excited about. Uh, Sick Flip has got, uh, in my opinion, like his best music is mm-hmm. now gonna come out in the next one year. Yeah. You know, actually, I'm following him on Instagram, and I constantly, dude. Firstly, his social media game is. too strong man it's fucking fantastic exactly and uh, and then you know i mean since a while i have been following him and you know just uh, looking at his gigs and stuff like that and i've been wondering when is he coming up with some new music and i mean i was waiting for that and i have since like a few months i'm seeing you know he's building up to that release and he's been showing uh, snippets and uh, posting stuff about collabing with kutle khan and uh, all these guys like uh, ritwiz and everyone Exactly. So uh, I'm really looking forward to that, man. Yeah, yeah. So Sarvesh has some interesting tracks coming out in in one of the tracks. I mean, I don't know if I should say it. Maybe he should announce it on his own. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So he's got he's as of now, I have mm-hmm. in my inbox like six hit six flip tracks, even if I may say so. Nice. And uh, I'm waiting for them to come out, so they will be out soon. Uh, we're just uh, waiting. Tentative we- release date for the album. There's no album yet. Okay, just okay. So we're gonna put out a few singles, and then we'll, next year is when Service is gonna put out an album. Okay. He might have announced a lot of times my album is coming out this that, but uh, with him the thing is that if a guy keeps constantly making amazing tracks, mm-hmm. you want to do justice to that music, and I feel like if you yeah. release an album yeah. with five good tracks, then you're gonna lose out to lose out yeah. on the reach. and people yeah, i i just want people to listen to good music and if he's got good music then yeah great music not good music uh mm. we want to be able to and him wants to be able to ensure that the maximum amount of people listen to it. so that's 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 what the plan is and uh, uh i swear the moment his tracks come out you will know exactly what i'm talking about because yeah i've never been this excited about his music the previews sound really good and uh, i mean the the social media campaign on one end but the music uh, at least i feel is really fresh and uh, it's 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 again it's diverse it's not uh, something that he's just making for clubs i think yeah it's not about making music for the clubs no it's about making music to listen uh, and uh, that's that's primarily what his focus is you want he yeah. i mean eventually you want people to listen to your music right while they're chilling Well, yeah, are, it's yeah. not always about parties, yeah, and I think yeah. that's uh, that's one thing that uh, we, I mean, since we have sort of primarily ventured into club music and everything, we sort of uh, 
don't realize the importance of having non club music yeah. where we don't want to like just listen to bangers you know we want to listen to something else but equally refreshing and uh, that is what i see a lot of producers tapping into that exactly. side Exactly. I mean, uh, uh, if you're a house music or techno or tech house DJ producer, then it makes sense to make club music. Yeah, like dot that. Yeah, up. yeah, Praveen dot that. These yeah. kind of guys. So you can do that. But if you're a multifaceted artist and you do a lot of things, different kinds of music, and you might as well make tracks for people to listen to and then play club edits in the clubs or whatever. I mean, that's a good yeah. way to do things. I just gave away a way to do things. Right. Uh, so, After sick uh, flip. Who do uh, we have? Uh, after Sick Flip, there's uh, Sprite. So Sprite. Sprite is another interesting. He does so many things. Mm-hmm. He's into VR, AR, all those kind of things. He's he's curating IMIT Festival, which is mm-hmm. Quicksand Studios Media Arts Festival in Bombay. So Sprite is the uh, main curator there for audio and visual art. Okay. Uh, he is creating a ground up. Um, Concept called Apex and new audiovisual show called Apex for Magnetic Fields, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to launch it there, and then that will come out. That will lead to a full length sort of new music content, basically. Okay. Music and visual content. This is uh, not exactly uh, his original music album or anything. It's a project. No, no, no. He's go- he's going to create music for the project, which will be released as an original piece of content. It could be an album. It could be an EP. Okay. Okay. We're working on it as we speak, so we can't. I don't know much about it. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, it's going to be something cool. It sounds like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to debut at Mikefields at a uh, 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 prime time, so it'll be interesting. Nice. And uh, Surreal is next on the roster, who just released an album. Yeah. And already has a lot of new uh, collaborations ready. He's also got a new project called RDB, which mm-hmm. is. Real Dutty Beats, which is surreal and Abhi. Do you know Abhi? Uh, uh, Dutty Dutty Beats. No, no. So Abhi is a producer from Bombay. They've collaborated to uh, create this project called Real Dutty Beats, which is a beats project for hip hop artists. Okay. So they have they have uh, collaborations already with. Uh, nice. So surreal is also like he's 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 dabbling in in like bass music, desi bass, hip hop, everything. Yes, yes, yes. Mostly, but like his his sound and everything is more desi. It's sort of the new album will tell you it's like it's not really desi anymore. It's sort of a mix, cross breed right. between desi bass, hip hop. A bit of reggae also. I've heard the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit of reggae and the new album Visa on Arrival are his influences from around the world. So that's why it's called Visa on Arrival. Nice. Uh, there's some interesting con- uh, uh, collaborations there. The fa- my favorite, personal favorite, is the one with Delhi Sultan. It's called Shota. So. Shota. Yeah. Actually, I even even I really love that song. Like I just heard the album once. Uh, yeah. Quickly, and that's that song st- stood out to me as exactly. well. Me too, me too. Nice. And uh, the last audio artist on the roster is Vinayaka, who's actually he really, hasn't released in a while, right? Actually. He hasn't released in a while, um, but he's got an interesting collaboration coming out with the maestro Talveen Singh. Oh wow! Uh, so Talveen Singh and Vinayaka actually played a show together in London at London Villa. Yeah, I think I remember and, that. And uh, Talveen just, uh, I mean, both of them hit it off and they are making an album together. Mm-hmm. I'm dying for previews. I haven't got oh, any. The whole album is a collab album, basically. Yeah, it's Talveen and Vinayaka. Uh-huh. And uh, they're also working on a live show mm-hmm. as we speak. So 
I don't have more info on this. Nor are they sending me previews. Okay. So I'm waiting. It's all cooking right now. It's all cooking. Exactly. So this is primarily what the roster is up to. Shit, that was a lot. Man, yeah, that was a lot. This could have had its own episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to like talk about what what's happening. I never do. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, even I didn't know you had so many artists on your roster. Uh, I just knew that you know these this this guy's up to this and he's doing that. So uh, it just now feels like okay, uh, you know, Un- unmute is like doing a lot of uh, work um, currently with a lot of different artists. Yeah, people think we don't because we don't do international tours. We're not doing any work. So uh, yeah, because I mean, I think even uh, I was thinking since the last few years, where wherever I've worked with you and all, I've just seen you with Arjun and I've I've seen you at like techno gigs and all that. So. You know, perception-wise, I was just thinking, okay, okay, this is what Dave's up to, you know. It looks, it looks like we are jobless, but no, 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 not you, not you. But it's like general perception is, oh, you know, they're not, they're done, they're not doing anything, they're sitting quietly. No, man. I mean, I, I think there are always a few people who talk down on you or anyone else but ah, uh, no and they like talking about those things, especially because they don't, they don't really know what's going on. So Man, they don't need to know. At the end of the day, when we when when an, when our album comes out, is starting on number three on Apple Music Electronica charts, then I mean they can keep talking, but we're still here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, eventually, uh, good work comes up and shit goes down the fucking drain, right? Like that's how it is. So yeah, for sure. Uh, and I know you you always uh, you believe in doing the work, and uh, you know the rewards. I mean, the the success will speak for itself, and I know that you don't care about all that. I'll give you a small example. You worked with me on one show in Bombay where Arjun was playing. Yeah. And uh, I remember we had a heated argument about lighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't forget these things because for me... You and I don't. <laughs> uh, the attention to detail is fucking important. Yeah. If I'm doing a show, whether it's for 100 people, 50 people or 500 people mm. in, in a fucking bar in Bombay, mm. I need that show to be world class. Yeah. Whoever, I, is, whoever is involved in it, whether it's my friends or not, if... Yeah. If we are not getting what we want and what we agreed upon and what we set out to get, yeah, uh, in terms of quality, mm. we should go out there and assure it, and that's exactly how my team is, which is why probably why a lot of people hate us. Uh, because you know, actually, I did not see it that way. The the thing is that uh, in that argument, whatever happened happened, but immediately I I what I saw in that thing was that you know what I saw was that you care about the job that you're supposed to do you know your show your artist everything you care about that and that is why this happened so uh, i guess we're on record so i'll, I'll just say that you know it, it, there is there was nothing that i uh, took offense to but it just showed me how dedicated you are to what you do that's and, great see i tell you what a lot of people take offense with this like there are some uh, uh, everyone working in music is our friend right because eventually we've all a lot of people working in the scene have like we've hung out we've done things blah 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 so but when it comes down to business, we see it as pure work. Yeah, so, it's it's supposed to be that, you know. And yeah. uh, I was I was actually about to ask you this thing uh, specifically that, <clears throat> sorry, that you're you you are an artist manager where you are you know working constantly with creative people, but at the same time you're running Unmute, which is a company, so it needs to be run like a business. So you're wearing two hats, and you for you the challenge is to sort of balance between those two and do justice to each of them. Yeah, it's tough. Mm-hmm. When you're uh, managing uh, Arjun, 
trying to get him gigs and everything you think about him in the creative way but when you're on the when you're in the show on the stage and uh, making sure the lights or the sound and everything is fine you're also thinking of it as a businessman because you want to put up a great show and thereby build your reputation for being uh, spot on with all your responsibilities and giving a good show yeah so currently like uh, i mean you you mentioned that you know you said that i manage arjun so actually how how anmu how we work at anmu is that ayush is the head of artist management okay ayush arora is the head of artist management so he's primarily everyone's manager okay okay uh, yeah and we have a few booking agents and uh, we have a tour manager so that's how the team is yeah uh, i don't think we discuss the hierarchy in the there's no hi- it's not a hierarchy it's a di- division of work because we have a small team right uh, it's not ne- it's not to be looked at as a hierarchy okay. uh, primarily my job is to run the business right and pitch in wherever i can with managing artists now arjun is a unique case because uh, we ha- i sort of been with him for the last 12 15 years hmm so that that sort of uh, of course it uh, i'm involved yeah whatever uh, whatever the hierarchy or whatever you want to call it i'm involved with arjun with whatever he does hmm. uh, uh, on a personal level it's more than work so uh, it's it's yeah. so that way and for example with all the artists i mentioned the reason that i know what they are doing is because i'm involved with them in bits and pieces and whatever how much ever time i can give in 24 hours yeah so i have to be involved because uh, i want to be able to use whatever experience network i might have individually personally for them yeah of course the agency has its uh, tools and network and blah 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 and ayush has his own and but of course i have to be involved with every little thing so yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's great actually that you do uh, want to personally get involved in these little details because uh, for example i'll give i'll give you a small like, example like sick flip right i wasn't hmm. involved with sick flip until i heard the banging tracks okay okay as soon as i heard the tracks hmm. i called him and i said hi let's work together on this so uh, i mean so so the thing is eventually we are all people right we can only do so much yeah so but if there is an exceptional case now the now i'm in a u- unique situation where i have multiple exceptional cases so i'm stuck yeah so yeah. then i have to have a strong team uh, yeah. but the fact is that if i see a situation where okay this is this is based on what we were made and knew about when when we started and we thought about these things okay great music great performance blah 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 guys ready guys ready then we get involved you know arjun mm. gets involved you know arjun gets involved where he needs to be yeah so uh, yeah so that's the creative side of things and running the business that's a whole new uh, uh ball game i'm not yeah. a graduate i haven't finished a degree hmm. i was okay. a college dropout i had to leave college because i uh, lost a parent very early in life uh, right. and uh, so i had to work at a very young age yeah so so during doing all those odd jobs i worked as an accountant i worked as an nhr in some random company before my radio job Yeah uh, I think uh, if I read your LinkedIn profile right you also worked at McDonald's <laughs> my first job in college yeah right. McDonald's yeah. nice so I've done right. all, all bits round up yeah I've done everything bits and pieces like worked my way up in life and during all those jobs I I believe that there's no job a lot of kids nowadays complain about being in shitty jobs yeah I don't yeah. think there is any job which doesn't teach you something if you don't take something out of it then you're an idiot Yeah I think that's a, a very uh, radical problem with a lot of people that uh, 
it's difficult for them to sort of learn from hard situations which i think is the essence for anyone who wants to be successful 100% and uh, so so i use all the experience i've had in my previous jobs to run this business so whether it be accounts like i'm not a accounting graduate or anything mm-hmm. and uh, but i i i've learned on the uh, on the way i mean mm-hmm. when i started when we did not know anything about taxation or any of that yeah so we had to you have to learn it if you're pushed against the wall you have no other way than going forward right like i mean yeah so yeah. that's 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 the approach and uh, uh i i still don't consider myself as a great businessman mm-hmm. uh but i'm learning so hopefully yeah. i'll get there and i'm surrounded by good people uh and that's by the way that's one of the things we work with the artists on as well mm-hmm. like financial management like ensuring yeah. your uh, taxation is all in organized ensuring your accounts is organized ensuring your yeah. so we do that as well people don't see yeah, this work that's amazing because actually uh, in the uh, taxes department uh, with re- with regards to uh, music i mean uh, artists uh, performing shows and all there are some small uh, details that you know artists will not bother to check but as an agency you will help them with all that Hundred percent. I mean, that's the basics. I mean, it's something I learned with Jalebi. We did not take care of those things in the beginning, and we struggled because everyone had to pay a big amount of tax because one year we didn't take care of it. Yeah, and, and then, even, even I also covered in my previous episode the importance of managing your own finances when you're starting out. You know, yeah. when you do not have the ability to hire a business manager or an artist manager or whatever. Uh, there are these basic things like starting your account, managing your taxes, and everything, which bookkeeping basically. You need to take care of. since the beginning only so that whenever you do get an artist agent and all you don't have to set it up at that point you i think the, yeah no i think the most important and the most be- you know important thing you could do for yourself is, and you will be it will help you in the future is like the before you need a agent you need a ca yeah <laughs> yeah so i spoke about that yeah, yeah so if you sort yourself out with a good ca and i realized this the hard way to be honest when i started and you Mm-hmm. I screwed up in the beginning. I signed signed with an accountant who was really cheap. Yeah. Because I didn't want to spend money, and I didn't have the yeah. money to spend it. So, yeah. in the first two three years, I was with an accountant who was really cheap, but who said I can do your taxation and everything. Yeah. And yeah. by the end of it, three years later, I realized he fucked us. Uh, two years actually into it, and then yeah. that's when I went to a professional CA. Yeah. And I paid him what he asked for, and uh, it yeah. was a lot of money. It was like a salary. It is like a salary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my life has been at peace since. For then. sure, man. You need a guy who sort of specializes in, uh, in probably accounts related to music or entertainment, for that yeah. matter. So, Especially so R C, so R C A wasn't, and luckily he was a young, open-minded guy. So we sat him down and sat with him over over one. He's been with me since 2014, hmm. and uh, since over the last five years, we sat and understood the industry. He's uh, he's uh, studied computers. He studied successful companies in our industry. and right. understand how it works and now currently he's in a, because of his association with us he's actually mm-hmm. managing finances of lot of companies lot of you'll be surprised so nice. uh yeah so i don't want to name them but he is managing a lot of artists lot of companies uh that's important uh, yeah, i think yeah. everyone should uh, make sure they at least these companies companies like you have to have someone solid who can handle these things yeah 100% i mean that's the most uh it's the best thing you could do for yourself if you're even making a lot of money as an artist or as an agency you have to make sure that the money is managed well otherwise it's easy to lose that money as quickly as it came absolutely and at least the ca will give you things like investment ideas and uh, you need yeah, to save exactly. your money even 
ensure you pay your tax so you're not paying fine by fine fines because you haven't paid taxes on time so um, yeah. i paid a lot of fines in my life and i struggled and i'm so sad about losing all that money so it goes into lax and yeah. uh, you could do so much with that so uh, as an artist it is even more critical so yeah sure so um i guess uh, we are almost nearing the end and i just have like one last question regarding artist management is what advice can you give to people who might be interested in an artist management career or some upcoming artist manager who probably approach you and ask you what's the right Man, way to do this we, we need people who want to work in artist management i don't think people want to do that i think people want to use that and become djs yeah yeah so uh what there is no i mean do you get uh, any emails from uh, uh, aspiring artist managers yes even more not emails nowadays i'm getting dms i want to work with you these are the dms right. you get huh. but uh, i don't know if that's the right approach i think what's what's really important is uh, okay if you want to be an artist manager and you're from bangalore for example hmm. start with going to your local gigs start hmm. with seeing what the scene is in your city start with understanding what your local industry is who are the guys who are the players who are the bookers who are the sh- who are the cool artists you want to work with like if right. i'm for example when i was born, no i'm not the right example but um someone if, from your agency. for example if today i was 20 years old 22 years old and i wanted to be an artist manager and if mm-hmm. i lived in delhi mm-hmm. my approach would be uh, oh okay no having all this experience later my approach would be uh, that okay i go to all the shows that happen in the city and the kind of music i like whether it's punjabi whether it's bollywood whether it's house whether it's techno whether it's electronic music whatever yeah. it might be yeah whichever scene okay let's say x scene uh mm-hmm. if i like say house music so then i go to the house music gigs and see who are the guys playing with, who are the guys drawing the crowds who are yeah. the artists in, in delhi who are the artists mm-hmm. who are approachable who don't mm-hmm. have an agent what can i do for them okay if a successful agent artist has an agent what is the agent doing for them list yeah. those things down see if i can do those things understand yeah. what goes into it and then start approaching these artists and start working with them in your own city become a success of that and that's when you'll get a job in a yeah uh, i don't think uh, maybe direct if you're not related to the artist as a friend or a family uh, approaching them saying that hey i, I want to manage you i don't think that would be the right move you uh, uh, no i disagree i'm saying do your groundwork exactly yeah i'm saying understand what's required for you to be able to say that yeah uh go, approach the artist or whoever you want to approach by saying that hey listen i have over the last few months i have done this this is research hmm. and i feel you could do with uh, xyz things i bring to the table hmm. how about we start a relationship we start to see how it goes and then we can work together yeah and i would do the, i mean do your groundwork if you want to just walk rock up to a gig course, and yeah. be like i want to manage you hmm. on what basis and uh, exactly how um, i don't i don't even know you why should yeah. i trust you with my career yeah and and for all the dj's out there if you're listening to me it's been one hour whatever minutes yeah. uh and please joining an agency as a manager is not the shortcut please don't do that it's really shitty it's a really shitty approach and i yeah. whenever anmut puts out job posts the first thing is we're not looking for dj's so please don't apply for a dj <laughs> uh and that's primarily 80% of the applications we get in their cv it says house music dj or techno dj or bass dj or blah blah, blah. yeah yeah aspiring to make it in the music scene but if you're going to use me as a stepping stone fuck off i think we've got a lot of uh, a long list of things not to do when it comes <laughs> to be 
and an artist manager <laughs> i mean yes there are uh if you got the basics right then we are fine man i mean we'll find eventually yeah, like eventually yeah. unmute unmute and my personal goal in life is before i die i want to be able to export indian artists the way we fucking import artists that's it yeah yeah like these uh, somehow you know that perception of uh uh international artists being better bigger and all that than indian artists is it's about time that changes and uh, you guys are one of the uh, main guys who can make that happen one of the main agencies through which this can happen uh yeah but it has to start at home i mean one of the things i really want to point out and maybe we should end with this or so i can go into rant mode is uh mm-hmm. that all the festivals and the promoters and the bookers please respect your local artists and when i and just because yeah. a person is local yeah. artist does not mean they're not a successful local artist so yeah. if a white guy is booked and you have an indian guy who is more who pulls more a bigger crowd or has a bigger profile then that indian guy deserves the main slot as much respect if not more yeah and we fight uh, the one of the things we we do uh, in a very conscious way is fight for with festivals for slots for the right yeah. slots and the right billing for artists just because a guy is white doesn't mean he has to be in a bigger font Yeah, and that's yeah. the response we get almost all the time. Oh, he's come from blah blah blah, so he needs to be this. I'm like, hold on, you book my artist because he sells tickets, because he has a profile, because people yeah. are listening to him. Yeah, and if you're not interested, then we have withdrawn from a lot of festivals and gigs in this yeah, in I this know. manner. Mm-hmm. And uh, it doesn't make sense, man. I mean, we put all our ass on the line and we build this scene, and then you're gonna book yeah. one dude, pay him five thousand euros, and Give him the main slot. Yeah, come on. Yeah, man, it's a it's a hard struggle. Like, firstly, you have to work so hard so that the artists get shows or something, and then you have to deal with uh, these promoters or bookers who do not give the who do not give you your dues when you work so hard for them. Exactly. And it's it's like a struggle from both sides, you know, and. something needs to give in from both sides as well that i mean it's funny that i have to keep reminding festivals that yeah. uh, if you're booking my, if you're booking a, if you're booking a, a top line artist from my agency mm. uh, he is a top line indian artist mm. he or she is a top line indian artist right so you're booking them yeah. because of who they are so if you're going to book yeah. them and uh, give them a 4 pm slot i'm not keen and not just about slots man i think even when it comes to payments uh, the amount of fees the timing the delays uh, in paying the fees exactly if they want to negotiate for 10 or 15000 with the indian guy i'm sure they won't be negotiating in euros with the agents outside because outside agents don't give a shit they look at india as a cash cow the yeah. moment the the fact that uh, the moment when local bookers will unite and realize that we've been taking for we've been taken for a ride is mm. when things will change there's a reason why anvil doesn't get into the booking for of mm. the arms race of booking the next big techno thing or next big electronic yeah. artist for the country you're focused on the local talent yeah we are focusing on indian talent and we don't want to unnecessarily pay out of our nose and not make money just because of ego yeah so, and it's not like the talent out there is like phenomenally higher than what we have here now now that now the level uh, i mean look at it black and white you're paying a guy to come on usp come and play on usp sticks in a business class flight and uh, getting 500 people whereas on the weekend before that your guy from gurgaon got 500 people so yeah and then so, you're paying for hotels and visas of that guy as well which yeah, i'm i'm not i'm not against booking interesting artists i love a lot of artists outside india yeah. 
It's not yeah. like I don't love them. It's not like I'm only me. I'm the only same age in India. And I'm not saying that. I'm saying balance mm. it out. Be fair in balance. the judgment. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And uh, just uh, sort of do justice to Indian acts equally as you do with with the other ones. You expect if someone has worked their way up. Simple. Exactly. Yeah. And not yeah. just festivals, even venues. I think, uh, but venues. I think are starting to realize that. Lot of venues are, of course. Of course, yeah. lot of venues are, and a lot uh, of events are happening regularly at venues as compared to the festivals that. Happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's a good time actually to be an artist. It's a great time to be an artist actually, and if you got the basics covered and listened to the last one, I think you should be pretty confident. <laughs> awesome, man! This is yeah. this is a very enlightening episode for artists as well as artist manager, and uh, I'm glad man, that that we had this conversation, man. And if uh, me too. And if anyone wants to apply as an artist manager and you're not a DJ, please send your email. Please send an email to team at Ajit dot IN. I'm gonna put down all the details of uh, Dev Bhatia, and um, maybe I should make a list of the things that you mentioned uh, not to do. Can we? Yeah, sure. I'd use it too. First, I'll put the list, and then I'll put the email so that <laughs> there's no misconfusion. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get a lot of hate also, but it's fine. You're used to it, man. I think you can handle it now. I can handle it. It's all good. <laughs> awesome, man. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. We are we have had a great conversation on this episode with Dave, and lots of wisdom has been imparted. Thank you for having me, guys, and keep keep doing your good work. Shout awesome. out to Box Art FM. Superb. Cheers, man. Cheers. See you. Bye. Bye. That was not a conversation. What I had in the last episode with Tej. was a conversation this was like three conversations so anyway i really hope some of you made it this far because that was such a great chat with dev i couldn't believe we spoke so much had constructive discussions shared experiences talked about some amazing music that's going to be released soon and i just once again want to congratulate dev for becoming a father this kid is going to grow up listening to some amazing fucking music Anyway, it's time to wrap up. It's been a long ride today. Hope you enjoyed. If you did, then please let me know. I'll see you in the next episode. Until then, you might want to email Dave if you're a DJ and you're looking for gigs. See ya.